of the fans and the best fans coverage. WXDX FM Pittsburgh, an iHeart radio station. Well, well, well. It happened again. Just a couple weeks ago, Aliquippa High School football ditched Mike Zmanek, one of the Whippeals all-time greatest coaches, because of school board interference and for reasons having nothing to do with football. Now, yesterday, the girls' basketball coach at South Bad High School quit because of parental and school board meddling. He made the playoffs 10 straight seasons. He won the Whippeal in 2016. He made the state semis last year. And now he quit because of a bunch of jerks who would mix up their rectum with the basketball hoop. This happens time and again. Good coaches ousted by idiots interfering. Hey, parents, your kids suck. They can't play a lick. And they are not going to get scholarships. They will wind up being ditch diggers or on welfare or living in a crack house. Hey, school boards, quit abusing your power to indulge personal agendas. Hey, parents and school boards, just let coaches coach. And guess what? You just made the list. Double M on the X. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. Dial 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning needs. The South Bay head coach is named Matt Bacco. Took the team over when he was in his 20s. And he made the playoffs for 10 straight years. And now some interfering school board member with an axe to grind forced him out. What you're seeing is you're seeing a lot of coaches quit rather than go through the nonsense. Like the football coach at Quaker Valley last year. Parents were all over him. He said, F it, I'm out. And Quaker Valley won the Whippeal anyway, which I was actually sad to see that because, for one thing, they beat Zemanic and Al Equipa in the final 2 nothing on a safety in one of the weirdest high school football games I've ever seen. I watched that one on TV. But it kind of validated, you know, running the guy out that, that Quaker Valley won. And Al Equipa's going to win this coming year in football because they had a foolproof team. That's why they forced Zemanic out when they did but, but I'm serious. If you're a high school parent, I'm telling you right now your kid sucks and will never make anything of himself in the sport that you're ruining everybody else's experience to try to push him or her in. And even though I said that as a blanket statement, I'm right about 95% of the people listening because high school sports, except for a very few, or for fun, not for scholarships, not to get your name in a friggin' paper, but for fun. And these pushy parents whose kids are going nowhere are spoiling the fun for everybody. It's absolutely disgraceful. I was sick about the Mike Zemanic situation. I don't know this Matt Bacco, but I am equally upset about what has transpired there. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, Le'Veon Bell 
is carrying the day, the conversation about him getting franchised again, him threatening to sit out the season again. It's just also predictable and also, I don't want to say boring because it's actually, I got to tell you, it's actually fun to talk about, but after a while, it won't be fun to talk about because it's just the same old story. Like I said, everything happening is, oh, so predictable. I don't think Bell could win this fight, especially the PR battle. The Steelers offered a deal worth $13.3 million per year, worth $42 million over the first three years, and Bell turned it down. Bell turned down an offer that is too much. They wanted to overpay Bell, and he wouldn't accept the deal. No running back in a passing league is worth that much, let alone what Bell wants, which is $14.5 million per, and Bell turned it down. So I don't think the fans are going to side with Bell. And you have to wonder at what point the Steelers and Art Rooney get really sick of it. Tomlin won't get sick of it because he's the player's buddy and he just won't inject himself into this mix. And I wonder how long it's going to be till Art Rooney gets sick of that because by keeping the coach, as long as the Steelers always do, the Steelers have only had three head coaches since... 1969, and they were Chuck Knoll, Bill Cower, and Mike Tomlin. And one thing Knoll and Tomlin did that Tomlin hasn't, excuse me, one thing Knoll and Cower did that Tomlin has not. Knoll and Cower became part of management. In any dispute, there was no wondering about whose side they were on. It was going to be the organizations and not the players because they had been with the organization so long. Tomlin is either a player's guy or straddles the fence. And if I were the Roonies, after all this time paying that guy to mostly underachieve with the Steelers, I wouldn't be very happy about that. Uh, Obviously, we all want to maximize our earnings. I do, you don't. I'm rich, you're poor. I'm intelligent, you're stupid. I'm good-looking, you're ugly. I could go on and on and be right every time. But, uh, Le'Veon Bell is not trying to maximize his earnings. He's trying to break it off in the Rooney's backside. Case in point, by comparison, Antonio Brown makes 17 mil a season, average annual value of his current contract. The second highest paid receiver in football last year is DeAndre Hopkins from Houston, who made 16.2 mil. Antonio Brown makes 800K more. Last year, the second highest paid back in football was Devontae Freeman of Atlanta. He made 8.25 mil. Bell wants 14.5 mil. If Antonio Brown exponentially wanted to be paid that much more than number two guy at his position, like Le'Veon Bell does, Antonio Brown would want $28 million per season. Bell is being unreasonable in his demands. And I like it when Le'Veon Bell says, I know what I'm worth. Apparently you don't, because what you're worth is whatever somebody is willing to pay you. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Again, the Steelers haven't offered Bell chump change. They've offered him over $5 million more than the next highest paid running back makes. 
They're not insulting Bell. In fact, Bell is insulting them by not taking the offer. Really, if you think about it, they're not that far apart. 14.5 mil to 13.3 mil. But it seems to me that each side at this point is inflexible. But only one side, the Steelers, has made a reasonable offer. I just think Le'Veon Bell's a jerk. Just a total asshat. I see nothing likable about him. Tell me what you see likable about him. He is emblematic of the Steelers who have the least likable version of the team in franchise friggin' history. Two of their three best players are just ass clowns. And then you got Juju, who's an ass clown in training. You got Mike Mitchell, who sucks on top of it. It is a horribly unlikable version of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But you probably like them anyway, as is your right. 412-333-9939. I'd like to talk more about that Penguin game last night. When they put Kessel, Gino, and Schultz out there, I knew the game would be over. I just wasn't sure who would score. That is a very offensive-minded trio, especially Gino and Phil. But, boy, what a trip down the ice it was that led to Schultz blasting the puck into an empty net off a Phil Kessel dish. Just sublime work by 71, 81, and 4. And the Penguins got out of there with a overtime win. Penguins are 11-4 and four in overtime this year. That's a lot of extra points from overtime. And there won't be three-on-three three in the playoffs. Just remember that. Oh, by the way, on James, he's on a social media campaign for LeBron James to come play for the Steelers. Oh, I bumped the mic. Uh, Juju Smith's on a social media campaign to have LeBron come play for the Steelers. You know what that is? That's Juju Smith-Schuster, this little kid saying, Hey, LeBron, look at me! Look at me, LeBron! Hey, LeBron, look at me! Look at me, King James! Look at me! I'm sorry. Juju Smith-Schuster is a total clown, and stuff like that is doing clown's work. I hate the friggin' Steelers. Whenever I talk about this stuff, my blood just boils, and I'm glad I'm invested in hockey. You don't see... Grown men acting like stooges in hockey. You don't. 105.9 The X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Bubba Lamb, huge fan, buddy. Your voice is like sweet nectar to my ears. Still of the night, still of the night, still of the night. The X at 105.9. After the pit game, I switched the TV over to the uh, American Women's Championship. Actually, I... Didn't switch the channel at all. It's on the station that uh, uh, ESPN2 that the pit game happened to be on. And uh, UConn's playing Florida. And UConn's like undefeated in the American Conference dating back 100 games or so. And this just isn't fun to watch. I mean, right now UConn's only up by three points in the first quarter. By the way, why do the women's college basketball why do they play quarters and the men play halves weird right but uh but this is like just women against girls and it's no fun to watch and UConn has to play in a given season maybe two or three tough games and they get all the good recruits and just do it again the next year I've said before and I say again now that's good for UConn 
but not good for women's college basketball. That said, there's no way to avoid that because if a high school girl wants to go to UConn, she should go to UConn. Also in action today, uh, Liverpool Football Club 0-0 draw with Porto at home, but uh, that was after beating Porto 5-0 in the first leg of the two games total goals Champions League round of 16 series, so Liverpool in the quarterfinals for the first time, boy, in a long time. I wish I could remember. I guess I could look it up, but that would only depress me. But uh, here come the Reds. I'm telling you, it's not second place. Well, third place right now in the English League. Quarterfinals of the Champions League. That's not a terrible season. Let's go to Josh and Beaver. Josh, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, what's up, Double M? Um, I just wanted to uh, make a comment on uh, this whole Steelers situation that's going on. Now, why is it that, uh, and, and keep in mind, my extent of uh, Steelers football goes about as far as what you talk about on your show, but why is it that these, these professional football players get to make these strong demands towards coaches and, and the league and, you know, you see hockey Well, this has nothing to do with making a demand toward a coach, but go ahead. Hey, I don't know. You just I see more composure and more uh, more class in, in hockey players. Why don't you see hockey players making uh, all these crazy tweets and going out on social media I don't know. and making fools of themselves? I don't know. Maybe it's because they ride the bus in juniors and learn humility. Those who don't play juniors go to college and actually attend college because most of them are on half scholarships or quarter scholarships and need to get the most they can out of the experience since they're paying for a lot of it. But the uh, short answer and the most accurate one is, I don't know. But it's why I am thankful to be more invested in hockey than uh, anything else. By the way, the Mario Lemieux Fantasy Camp uh, is going on right now. Game started today. Mario's out there again playing for everybody. So I'm going to drop by that, I think, uh, later on in the week. Let's go to Kenny and Latrobe. Kenny, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Um, I was calling to let you know my opinion on it. I think that football players, um, most most schools fund the football program, whereas in hockey, uh, there's, you know, it's not school funded. There's rink time. There's more pads. It's, it's more of an expensive well, yeah, hockey so. is school funded. Like it, you know, high schools in Minnesota and Massachusetts and whatnot. It's not every place like like the Pittsburgh area. You're right, and I just think I think it's a social economic thing where poor people tend to have less manners, and it's a simple. Oh, I job. think that's a ridiculous statement. I'm going to hang up on you. Poor people tend to have less manners. That that's just absurd. Believe me, I the people I know, the richer they are, the less manners they have. That's a absurd statement. On your part, let's go to Liam and McKee's Rocks. Liam, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, um, who do you hate the most in the NHL and why? The Flyers, because they're the Flyers. Who do you hate the most, Liam? Um, I really hate the Jackets. How come? I just hate like Brandon Dubinsky. That's a good guy to hate, but you should hate the Flyers. <laughs> How old are you, Liam? How old are you? Fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. Give it time. You'll hate the Flyers. Watch the game tomorrow night. Watch it closely. I bet you hate them by the end of the first period. Maybe just ten minutes in. Thanks for the call, buddy. 
412-333-9939. You know what didn't get any uh, calls today? I talked about the kid that Griffith, is it Griffith? Shakem Griffith from Central Florida who doesn't have a hand. And I said I wouldn't draft him because he doesn't have a hand. That's pretty much one-on-one. I know he had a great combine. Would you draft him? Seriously, would you draft a guy without a hand? I might bring him in as a, as a uh, undrafted free agent, but I, I would not draft a guy without a hand in a sport where you need to tackle and catch the ball. Case in point, Jason Pierre-Paul from the New York Giants blew off most of one of his hands in that moronic firecracker incident. He's not half the player he used to be. You know why? Because he only has one hand. By the way, this Griffith kid who got his hand amputated at age four, that's a sad story. What happened to Jason Pierre-Paul, I cannot laugh enough about. Not enough. There aren't enough hours in the day to laugh at Jason Pierre-Paul being stupid enough to waste millions by blowing off his own hand with fireworks. That is funny. Another thing that, that I brought up was uh, Deion Sanders talked about that Apke kid, the safety from Penn State. He was surprised because he was fast at the combine, a fast white kid. And uh, nobody got upset by that, nor should anybody. Deion didn't mean anything insulting by it. But then you got Bill Polian saying Lamar Jackson, the Louisville quarterback, should play wide receiver. And people made that into a race issue. Not a race issue. That's what would be best for Lamar Jackson. And you wait and see if that's not how it works out. And even if it doesn't, Bill Polian's a football lifer, and I trust his judgment on something like that. At any rate, there was no malice to what Polian said either. You're allowed to have an opinion. I love when people say, well, you can't say something like that. Actually, you can say anything you want. People can react to it how they want. You might get fired for it, but you can say anything you want. And I liked it a lot better when you could say anything you wanted on the radio and there weren't a million complaint calls and letters and emails and tweets and Facebook posts in the wake. Let's go to Phil on the road. Phil, you're on with Double M. Yes, sir. Mark Madden. How you doing, my friend? What's up? We got. Uh, I have a question for you. Do you think that this whole Le'Veon Bell situation, do you think that's more to do with the NFL media kind of fan of the flames on it? I just think it's just no, how, how is the media fanning the flames on it? I'm curious to hear why you think that's even a factor at all in this discussion. Well, you get goofballs like Le'Veon Bell and Juju Smith sucking up all the air in the media, but you don't hear anything could happen with some of these other guys. This, this can't be indicative of all of the players that are in the NFL. It's a bunch of live mobs. Well, right, but Le'Veon Bell's the guy trying to get the Steelers to pay him 14.5 mil. You do understand that when Le'Veon Bell says he wants 14.5 mil, that we're not going to talk about James Conner. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell's the actual story. You get that right story. Yeah. Something interesting. News being made. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Uh, you know what? We're up against the break, but i got to take this call. Wanting to talk about the one-handed football player, it is our good friend, the Hebrew Hammer. Hammer, Yakshimash. Yakshimash. Mark, uh, the Giants signed that St. Pierre or Paul Pierre or something Pierre. He, de facto, has one hand. I know. So why wouldn't somebody take a chance on this kid? I well, mean, they Pierre Paul hasn't played very well since he lost his hand. There was that pitcher, what was his name, Jim Abbott? 
Yes. Who had one hand, but, uh, you know, I give the guy credit. He came to baseball and proved he could conquer his disability. Maybe this Griffith kid can too. I don't know. I just wouldn't draft him. Would you draft him? I would draft him him if I needed a player and he was better than the players next to him. No, you wouldn't. uh, Determined. Do you think he's going to get drafted? For sure, I think he will. And I'll tell you really because you know what? If he does, that'll be because somebody's drafting the story and not the athlete. Because nobody in their right mind would draft an athlete with one hand to play a sport where you need your hands. Well, you know what? If they allow him to wear, will he wear a prosthesis or on his hand? To play? No, I don't think so. I'm not sure you're allowed, but I don't think he has. Put it that way. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't see how they could. Uh, Americans uh, with Disabilities Act, I don't see how they could keep them from not. And if he could stick one of those gloves on there, how sticky they are, that could make up for the difference. And two... So you're saying that this kid with one hand can make up for not having a hand by wearing a big fake hand with a sticky glove on it. That that could be his right. And also, Jim Abbott pitched a no-hitter. There are thousands of two-handed pitchers that did not pitch a no-hitter. But they only need one hand to pitch. He also, he hit in the NCAAs with one arm. How'd he do? I think he hit like 460. You made that up right now. No, absolutely You absolutely not. made that up. I have his baseball card right here. <laughs> You're such a liar. You were I'm such good. a liabetic. That's just such a ridiculous lie. I have his 1987 Topps baseball card here, and it said it's University of Michigan. He hit 464. In 36 games. Jim Abbott did. I do my homework when I call the show. No, you don't. Absolutely. No, you don't. You talk out of your ass and you're just relying that I can't catch up to you because even as we speak, I'm trying to Google his comment stats and I can't find them. Well, that's my version of homework. That's your cue. Yuck, you much. Whammy. I am going to find out what Jim Abbott hit. Oh, wait, I might be on it. Hold on. No, it only has his pro stats. Frig! 105.90X. Abby on... And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Super genius, big fan, big fan. Hashtag best in the world. You are the super genius. <laughs> I'll say. And then some. The X at 105.9. At one time, it took Pitt basketball five seasons to lose 19 games in the conference. Now they lost 19 games in the ACC this year alone. Uh, I almost hate to bring up pit basketball at all because I think pit basketball is totally irrelevant. Uh, the peach just about empty on game nights. People don't care about it. It's something I'm glad I'm not contractually obligated to talk about. Time now to ask Mark anything. Brought to you by Chipino Restaurant and Cigar Bar. Home of the city's best burger, the Super Genius Burger. Also, seafood steaks, the whole nine yards. Check out Chipino in the Strip. Great cigar bar as well. Let's go to Brandon in the car. Brandon, ask Mark anything. Yeah, Mark, uh, how do these national media guys, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, how do they get the takes first? I would think that local guys would get these things first. Is there like some sort of hierarchy in the like, unwritten rule or something like that? I think that the local media guys tend to protect the home team. And if there's something they don't want out there, they don't put it out there. I also think in the case of Le'Veon Bell getting franchised, I think the national media guys have more connections with the agents. 
And I think the agent is where that story comes from. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. And don't forget, Jeremy Fowler from ESPN, he's based here in Pittsburgh. And Le'Veon Bell and he definitely appear to have some kind of connection. Let's go to Chuck on the turnpike. Chuck, you're on with the super genius. Hey, Mark. Uh, I was just wondering, uh, since you're the super genius, I was uh, wondering if you ever considered uh, like teaching or uh, mentoring or even uh, tutoring today's youth in America. No. I, okay. I've coached. I coached uh, hockey a long time. Is that enough? Well, I'm sure it is, but I'm just wondering, like, academically. No. Who has time for that? Academics okay. don't count. It's experience you get in the streets, baby. Okay. Thank you for the call. You kids out there, I love you, but you're on your own. Let's go to Matt in Center Township. Matt, ask Mark anything. We lost Matt. Let's go to the dude at the bowling alley. That's appropriate with today being the 20th anniversary of the release of the Big Lebowski. Dude, what's going on? Double M. Hey, yeah, like you said, with uh, being the 20-year anniversary of the Lebowski, I was just wondering, you know, the first time you saw it, what were your thoughts? I did see it in the theater. If you'll recall, the Big Lebowski didn't do much business at all uh, when it was released in the theater. Um I just thought it was great from the first minute I saw it. I, I I agree with the criticism that it's not really a plot movie. It's just it's just a bunch of very well developed characters who do nothing. You know, I, I guess you know what happens to money, what happens to Buddy Lebowski. I guess there's kind of a story loosely intertwined there somewhere. But I just like the characters, even the minor characters. Like Jackie Treehorn and Maude Lebowski, they're just great, aren't they? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, there's uh, a lot of strands going on over here. A lot of strands keep together in old dude's head. John Totoro as the Jesus. You said it, man. Nobody Fs with the Jesus. Let's go to uh, Jack and Dormont. Jack, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, uh, just wondering if you have uh, when the, any insight when the Penguins start their playoff run, do you think uh, Mike Lang will go through the road games? I don't know. Oh, all right. The plan is for him to just do home games and selected road games, so I don't know. Uh, I think Mike sounds great. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, think that, uh, I think that doing uh, the home games might serve him well. Uh, although, like I said, I he looks fine too. He's you know an older gentleman now, just turned seventy. But uh, the more Mike does, the better. But what's most important is that Mike does what he wants when he wants and maintains his health and sanity throughout. Because he is a uh, not a national treasure, but on the city level, you know he is hockey in Pittsburgh. When you hear hey. Mike Lang, you think of the Penguins. When you talk about the Penguins, Mike Lang is somewhere in the periphery, at least. Let's go to Dave and Irwin. Dave, ask Mark anything. Mark, I have a great question. Did Frankie Williams ever win a match? What, the old WB job guy? Yeah. I'm sure he did at some point, but never on TV. Okay. Thanks. Let's go to Tyler on the road. Tyler, you're on with Mark Madden. If they get rid of the spot foul and add 15-yard penalties solely for pass interference. Do safeties just pass interfere on every throw past 15 yards? Uh, anyone they think might be caught, wouldn't you say? I would think so, which I think there needs to be some form of rule as far as 
Do they make that? Well, now you see, you have to ask yourself, what is the greater of the two evils, brah? Is it the safety interfering with every catchable ball because he knows he can't make a play? Or is it wide receivers, as they've done for years, going out on deep routes in desperation situations, not looking to catch the ball, but looking to flop and get that interference penalty? Because to me, both are equally bad, wouldn't you say? I would. Both are equally bad. Both would need penalized with a possible game suspension after two uses in one game. Oh, then you have them doing math. It's I don't just know. like I, targeting in hockey, Mark. It'd be the same thing. I want to stick with either or. Let's go to uh, Keezy in Bethel Park. Keezy, uh, ask Mark anything. What up, Mark? What up? Hey, what are they building next to PPG Paints? What's that building? I Oh, the one down behind it? Like? Yeah. I don't know. Me neither. You know what? Now we must all live in fear. Let's go to uh, Poncho in the car. Poncho, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, what is your main source of happiness in life? Um, I still like doing the show. I mean, it's the only thing I'm really good at. I love watching Liverpool. I love watching the Penguins. I really simplified things, I guess you could say. Why, what's your main Very source nice. of happiness? Uh, you know, banter, shooting the breeze, my friends and family playing some cards on a weekend night. Well, at least that's realistic my, my because because the people who say it's my family, it's my wife, it's my kids. First off, I'd ask the I'd ask the wife and kids how they feel, and second off, the more you brag about something like that, the less happy you really are. Let's go to Hank in Johnstown. Hank, you're on with Mark. Ask Mark anything. Is it is this? True. I want you to verify this. Is it a reason you hate the Flyers so much? Is because Ed Snyder is your biological father who abandoned you? Oh, I wish I would have inherited his blood money, which he got by having a hockey team play like bags of excrement for years and years. But I'd still take the money. Have you ever seen the Flyers win the cup? I think that's a better question. Yes, I'm actually 51 years old. I've seen two. I was very young. Ah, you don't remember. No, you don't remember it. You were how old if you were 51 oh. when they won the cup? I saw two bankruptcies, though. Oh, believe me, you remember the mailman and milkman sneaking in and out with your mother a lot more than you do the Flyers winning the cup. For all I know, Dave Schultz, Bobby Clark, they probably ran a train on the old girl. But that's how you people lived in Philadelphia. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Is this Bob Hope? Uh, this is. How you doing? The one, hey, uh, you know what? Why this? Call back when you're coherent. The X at 105.9. Getting back to uh, the Deion Sanders remark about uh, the white safety from Penn State, Troy Apke, Deion was surprised that a white boy could run so fast. Apke ran a 4.35 40-yard dash at the Combine. And then uh, Bill Polian had previously said that Lamar Jackson, the Louisville quarterback, who is African-American, should play receiver in the NFL. I don't think that either guy said what he said with even a trace of malice, and I see nothing wrong in the opinion of either. Interesting line about the whole uh, situation by AwfulAnnouncing.com. They said, we certainly won't say that bias in NFL draft scouting against white defensive backs is as severe or damaging as, say, bias against black quarterbacks, but clearly there's a lot of stereotyping going around, unquote. I beg to differ with awful announcing. Of course, they do put the awful and awful announcing. Uh, 
There wasn't one white cornerback in the league last year, and five African-Americans started a quarterback in the NFL. So uh, the bias against white defensive backs is much more tangible and much more damaging. Unless you think like I do, which is let the best guy play at whatever position and don't be so concerned about white cornerbacks or black quarterbacks. Acknowledging the quarterback is the money position and the control position, but again, five African-Americans started a quarterback in the NFL last year, although since the league is 70% African-American, I'm supposing there are those who think that 70% of the quarterbacks should be black. But when you're playing a sport to win and make money, you don't indulge agendas. I mean, there's a history of that, like with baseball, when they wouldn't use black players. But then again, at that time, nobody used black players. So there wasn't a competitive advantage to be had by using them because nobody did. And then when the Brooklyn Dodgers brought in Jackie Robinson, before you know it, a lot of teams were using black players, and the ones who didn't got left behind. But uh, to me, if you're mad about what Polian said, you should be mad about what Dion said. If you're... Not mad about what Dion said. You shouldn't be mad about what Polian said. And at any rate, who the frig cares? Just chit-chat on TV. Don't take chit-chat on TV or on the radio that seriously. Let's go to Brian on the turnpike. Brian, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Good day, Mr. Madden. Yeah, what do you want? Uh, I'm calling in regard to the player with one hand. Right. Uh, I think Bob Nutting would be an idiot not to draft him. See, now you thought you'd be funny and you're just not, correct? Hung up? Good. Because you tried to be funny and you failed. There's nothing worse a human being can be than not funny when he thinks he is. That is the worst quality for anyone to have. Let's go to Mark in the car. Mark, you're on with Double M. Uh, yeah, Mark, I was just wondering if there are any college uh, hockey free agents that intrigue you vis-a-vis the Penguins' needs. No. Anything else? No. Good call. Let's go to Brian in Moon Township. Brian, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Mark, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. You're right. I wanted to just weigh in on the um, Le'Veon Bell deal. Um was looking at a few things from the team, and I, I see that we already have a back on the team that has the same stats as probably going to be the number one draft, for, draft pick this year in Saquon Barkley, James Conner. So yeah, uh, Saquon Barkley and James Conner are two different players. Yeah, but they have almost the same stats. Yeah, bro, bro, if you caught it to be stupid, mission accomplished, because no, no one thinks Saquon Barkley is in the same remote class is James Conner. No one thinks James Conner, more accurately, is a pimple on Saquon Barkley's ass. Anything else? Well, what I want to do is I want to trade Le'Veon Bell. Oh, this should be good to who pick. and for what? I want to trade him to one of the top ten draft pick teams. Yeah, year. none of them would want to do that because they can get that guy in the top ten of the first round of the NFL draft and pay him a fraction of what you have to pay Le'Veon Bell. You do it on an entry-level contract and you'd have a lot less wear and tear on the tires than you do with Le'Veon Bell, who is about to turn 26. 
No team, yeah, but- no team in the top ten would trade for Le'Veon Bell. No team, period, was going to pay Le'Veon Bell what he wants. Do you understand that? They might not want to pay him what he wants, but maybe he wants to stay in the league and make some money. Okay, so what team would you like to see him trade it to, and what could they get for him? And if it sounds All like I him want- indulging you like you're a stupid three-year-old, no, that's just a coincidence. All, all I want for him is a number one pick so we can draft one of the top quarterbacks, preferably Mason Rudolph. This oh, okay, year they're just not going to do that. Okay, do okay. you understand? I know you called in thinking you had some revolutionary theory. Everyone out there thinks you're adult. They're just not going to do that. Anything else? Nope, if that's the way you see it, I guess you're... No, 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 the, the way, that's the way everybody sees it. Believe me, if your parents are listening, they're ashamed of you. They think you're stupid, stupid. Goodbye. Let's go to Jerry in the truck. Jerry, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, Mark, I just want to let you know I agree with you 100% about Bell. He's a total jerk. I bet his wife right now is going, are you a jerk? Take that money. <laughs> well, his mom, anyway. His mom wanted him to take the contract last year, you know. Yes, like the pawn store. What kind of guy doesn't listen to his mother? Yeah, I mean, if you're on the pawn store, you want $1,000 or something, you ask for 2000 he asked for fourteen. He gets thirteen. Is he, a, is, he, is he a complete idiot? Did you just compare the NFL negotiating process to pawn yeah, stars? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's what you know. I'm thinking, you know, he asked for fourteen. Maybe he probably take twelve. I think, but is he offering thirteen? I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe he ain't taking that. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying now too. I mean, if the boy is, is, is something, I think he's still smoking pot, man. He, they got to check him again or something. I don't. I know. hope uh, goodbye. I hope you didn't mean what I think you meant when you said. Anyway, wow. I took too many calls today, and I barely took any. 412-333-9939. Oh, and don't forget, that, you know what, Captain Obvious, I forgot to mention, they can't trade him because he's not under contract with the team. He would have to sign the tender before they traded him. And it doesn't sound to me like he intends to do that. You watch two years from now, Le'Veon Bell, nobody will even know who he is. You watch. Two years from now, he'll be faded away or fading away. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. It's not time to ask Mark anything, and that's a fun time of the show. Ask Mark anything by dialing four one two three 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 WXDX. Don't forget tomorrow. I'm actually going to miss the Penguin game. I won't be watching the Penguins and Flyers because Michael Schenker is in town. The uh, original UFO guitarist, well, not original, but from the Glory days. Brings the Michael Schenker group to the Carnegie Music Hall in Homestead. And I'm in the front row. So that should be good. Uh, we'll be playing a little MSG tomorrow during the program. By way of tribute. Time to ask Mark anything. 412-333-WXDX. They didn't call him the hammer just because he threw a heavy, heavy punch, you know. Good talk, see you out there. 1059 X. Oh.